At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, family? Thank you for tuning in to the Dream Nation podcast. My name is Casanova. I'll be your host, and I'm excited to be bringing to you entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and trailblazers from around the world. Stay locked in with us because we're about to go on a journey that will change your life. What's up, guys? So I'm on a drive right now back to the office, and I figured I would talk to you all about something that for me, when I've really started to figure this part out, it changed my life. Now, many of you all know my story. You know that obviously I came from nothing. Um, and for in a lot of ways, I feel like I'm still growing. I'm still, you know, trying to figure out who I am. And, and we always are. But when people ask me what made me successful, how was I able to do 46 deals, $8 million, make 100 figures or $100,000, six figures um, in one year, just nine months after losing my mom, my job, my home, everything that I had. I think the first thing is that I understood that my system was broken. And so what do I mean by that? I was always looking at what someone else had. I was always looking at why I was not successful, was trying to blame someone else for it. But fortunately enough for me, I didn't have as many responsibilities. So since I was so young, which a lot of my followers, a lot of you leaders are already in a position where you don't have as much responsibility right now. So what does that mean? If you don't have a lot of responsibility right now, you should feel a little blessed. Why is because you can take more risks in life. But first thing that you have to do even before you start taking this risk is you have to figure out is my system broken? You have to start looking at it because the one thing I'll tell you is if you're blaming everyone else, if you're blaming society, if you're blaming your boss, if you're blaming your mom, if you're blaming your dad, I went through a lot of scenarios where I could have blamed someone else, right? Prime example, my father. So last night, where my dad, you know, I always, I call him two different things, but I'll tell you why. But last night, I had a meeting with a mentor of mine, and I was telling him about my situation with my dad. Now, for those who don't know, I'll tell you, when I was growing up, my dad was never in my life. And my dad's not in my life now. But when I was growing up, last I knew, this was about seven or eight years ago, I had 13 brothers and sisters on my dad's side. On my mom's side, I'm the only child. So that was why it was even that much more painful to lose my mom is because her and I were very close my entire life. And she gave everything just to be able to see me have a better life, you know. And and she didn't have, she was always, she always used the, the saying, she was robbing Peter to pay Paul. And that was 
what she was doing. She didn't have a college degree. She didn't have any of the businesses that she ever owned. She didn't own a house. She had nothing to leave to pass down to me. Now she did have a little bit of life insurance and I do mean a little bit um, that, that kind of passed down to me, but it was early on with it. And so that was it. I mean, this was probably about three to four years before she passed away. She, you know, really somebody told her how valuable this was. And so she, she tried to leave that. But other than that, my mom didn't have anything that she could have passed down to me. And my dad was never in my life. But he, from what I knew, from what I last knew, he had a lot of like hair salons that he was putting inside of like JCPenney's and things like that. So my dad had a lot of money. He just never gave me any of it. And I don't know if he was given to my brothers or my sisters or whatever. I just knew he wasn't giving anything to me. Now, there's a couple things that happened in my life between my dad and I that made it so I was like, yo, like, I'm, I basically turned cold when it came to my dad. And the first thing was when I was 13 years old, I was... I was living in Sioux City, Iowa at the time, and then what my mom would always do is anytime she got an opportunity to connect us over the phone, she would always do that. So probably about every six to 12 months, she would try to get him on the phone through various like people who she knew that might still have his contact info, because he was always changing out his numbers. And back in his day, I'm kind of dating myself a little bit, but they have beepers and all these other things of where you can you know, uh, contact people. So my mom would try to get him on the phone, and I remember one time I was back in Chicago for the summer. And my cousin Jessica, who we are nine months apart, we call her Tess. If you guys ever hear me talk about Tess, we're nine months apart. And so she's essentially, she is my first cousin, but she's essentially like my sister because of how we grew up together. So my grandma, she only had two children. She had my uncle and she had my mom. So my uncle had my cousin Tess and then um, my mom had me. So we grew up our whole lives together. Anyway. So I go back and I'm spending this this week with Tess and her mom and and we're, you know, just basically kicking it with her, even though I'm living in Sioux City and she's now moved back to Chicago. And I say moved back because she was the first reason when her and her mom moved to Sioux City, Iowa, and then word started to get back around to my grandma. Now my grandma basically, we went there, we checked it out in Sioux City, and my grandma made the decision within two weeks that we were going to be moving to... Sioux City, Iowa, and less than two months later, we put all of our stuff in the U-Haul, and so we've moved now to Sioux City, Iowa, um, and so it, it was just crazy, because that was a huge culture shock for me, as you can only imagine, right, like, I never, I only saw people who looked like me, and growing up, like, we never, ever traveled, we never even traveled outside of Chicago, we weren't going to Milwaukee, we just never traveled, so then I'm going to Sioux City, Iowa, and I'm seeing people who don't look like me, uh, it was just crazy, but I was fortunate enough that my grandma didn't make that decision, but going back to my dad, so... I go back to Chicago um, for this summer. I'm going to hang out, and I'm there for a couple weeks. Well, my mom wound up getting my dad on the phone with me, and and uh, he says, oh, you know what, Shorty? When I get out of here, or basically once he's done with his day of work that day, he's going to come, and he's going to... Um, hang out with me. He's going to take me to see my brothers and sisters. We're going to reconnect. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I haven't talked to this guy in about 10 years, but he's my dad. So let's see how it works. So... All of a sudden, there's a, not all of a sudden, but there's a party that night that Tess is going to, and she says, hey, you know, you want to come to this party? And, you know, to be honest, I'm kind of hype about it. I'm like, nah, like, my dad's coming to get me. 
right? And she's like, you sure? Like, yo, you've been let down by him before, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, nah, he told me I talked to him. He's coming, like, he's coming. And she's like, all right. So she leaves, goes to the party. Well, as you probably can imagine already, I sit on the doorstep all night. It's about 11 o'clock at night, I sit on that doorstep, and what happens, he never comes. He never calls, nothing. Like, he didn't even say, like, yo, you know, work caught me up, let's do it tomorrow. He just basically, he made a mistake. It was a piss poor decision by not even at least acknowledging and following up, and he just chose to hide his tail between his legs and, and never reach back out to me. So I was like, all right, whatever, you know, I'm done with that. So then fast forward two years later, I get diagnosed with cancer, right? The lymphoma cancer stage four. And what happens? My mom goes to get him on the phone. And I remember a conversation just like it was yesterday. He says, hey, what's up, shorty? He's like, hey, so your mom tells me that you are sick. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm laying in a hospital bed at the University of Iowa. So he's like, yeah, your mom tells me you're sick. I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, you know, you're going to be all right. You got strong genes. I'm like, all right. And he's like, you know, you, you're going to be strong. Just keep your head up. And I'm like, okay. Well, what was so significant about that in my eyes was the University of Iowa. And I- At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design, the kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Iowa City, Iowa is only three hours away from Chicago. So when you're thinking when your own flesh and blood, when your own seed, boy or girl, is laying up in a hospital bed fighting for their life, because the doctors have told my mom, my grandma and I, that I'm two weeks away from death if we did not go, you know, start treatment right away. And so we're going through this, you know, my mom, my grandma and I, and even my uncle came to see, my uncle and Tess, they both came to see me at the University of Iowa, but my dad never came to see me. Nor did he ever call again to see how I was doing, and I stayed at the hospital for 45 days, I laid up in the hospital bed, and he never called one time. So from there, I was, I was done with him. Like, you know what, like I'm going through these battles. I, I, I couldn't say, oh, well, if he would have been there, whatever, I had, to, I had to do what I had to do. And I had to make sure that I was strong for my mom, for my grandma and, and for myself. So then we fast forward to what happens is, what, eight years later, now I have my son now, and maybe it's 10 years, 10 years later, um, eight to 10 years later, I have my son now, we go back to Chicago. Um, CJ's now at this age around like 
four, four or five years old. And I wound up going to see his mom, which is my grandma, and on, on his side. And so we go see her. I want her to be able to meet CJ. So we go do all of that. And she's like, oh, you know, your dad's changed. You got to give him a chance. You got to let go. You can't hold grudges, all these other things. You got to forgive and forget. I'm like, okay. So she winds up getting him on the phone, telling him that I'm in town, telling him that I got CJ, my wife, everything. So we get on the phone and I'm like, okay, you're like, what do you got to say this time? And he's like, yo, I would love to be able to see you. And... I'm like, all right, well, here's the hotel that we're staying at. We should be back there around like five o'clock. He's like, yup, yep. As soon as I'm done with my day, I'm gonna come see him. I'm gonna come see you. You know, we're just gonna talk. I'm like, all right. Now, as you guys can imagine. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know, 5 o'clock rolls around, 6 o'clock rolls around, 9 o'clock rolls around, 11 o'clock rolls around. No call, no text, never shows up. Right? So... Again, I I really had to assess, like, was I the broken one? Was I the one that, did I do something so bad to him that that he would continue to stand me up, he would continue to try to get my emotions? And the reason why I really did it was not even for me, but for him to be able to see that, you know, he has a grandchild out there. So maybe, you know, for being a piss-poor father to me, he could be even that much, you know, better of a grandfather to CJ, right? And and he never did. And, And until this day, you know, that was, what, five years ago? four years ago, and I've still never talked to him since. And so I say that to say, you have to make sure that you keep living out your dreams, your promise. When I say the saying of, if I did not come from a rich family, if I did not come from a wealthy family, if I did not come from a loving family, if I did not come from a loving father, if I did not come from a grateful father, if I did not come from a, you know, a happy father, whatever he's dealing with, I could not put that on CJ. I cannot put that on myself. I had to make sure that one came from me. So that's why every single day I tried to be everything that my father never was to me. And why, why was he never that to me? Um, I don't know why, right? Somebody would have to ask him. But now looking at it, right, I have multiple businesses, right? I built a half a million dollar home, right? My, my son, he doesn't want for anything. My daughter, she doesn't want for anything. My wife, I've encouraged her to start her own business, right? I've encouraged her, I send her to women power, empowering conferences. All of these different things. Why is because I understood that I had to change my system. I could not go around blaming everyone else. 
right? There's things that I didn't have. I always tell people when people ask me my story, my mom and my grandma, while they can never provide to me financial resources or financial literacy because they just didn't know, I was never deprived of love and support. So I tell you that to say you might be in a situation to say I was never giving this. Nobody ever gave me money. Nobody ever gave me a house. Nobody ever gave me a trust fund. Nobody ever gave me scholarships. Nobody ever gave me roof over my head. I had to do it all myself. But understand that you will be that much stronger. Joy will not feel so good if it was not for pain. Everything that's presented in your, your, in your presence Right, everything that's presented to you, understand the difference between the wealthy and the poor. And when we talk about wealthy, we're not talking about money. Why? Because money just means that you're broke. You can always get more money or you can become unbroke, right? But you can't become unpoor because poor means, and actually you can become unpoor. What poor stands for, I heard this, and I will always, always teach it to my son, my daughter, and to my family, and I'll try to teach it to you all. What poor stands for is passing over opportunities opportunities repeatedly. Let me say that again. What poor stands for is passing over opportunities repeatedly. Don't be poor. Have a wealthy mindset. Have a rich mindset to understand that it can come from you. You're going to have to take some risks, but as long as they're calculated risks, you will be successful in the end. I loved when I first went, one of my buddies, and I consider him a mentor right now, my buddy Nehemiah Davis, right? And, and he said, uh, you know, what are you doing right now? And I said, I'm just trying. And the first thing that he said, he said, you ain't trying, you doing. That's why I ask you, what are you doing right now? And I respected him for that. And keep in mind, I'd only met this brother for maybe a minute and a half. And the first question that he asked me, and that was something that, again, I changed my framework. I can't be blaming everybody else. I gotta take responsibility. When something doesn't go right, when I'm flipping a house, when I, I have to take responsibility of that myself to understand that if I point that finger, there's three more pointing back at me. What could I have learned from this? Did I prepare myself to be able to know? And if I did, if, if I tried to prepare myself and things just didn't go my way, understand that there's always gonna be wins and losses. Tom Brady, in my opinion, is the greatest quarterback to ever play this game. Has he won every single Super Bowl? He has not. He's taken L's. Has he won every single game? He has not. He's taken L's. Michael Jordan, we all go to talk about him and LeBron and Kobe in the sense of basketball. Did they win every single time? Of course they did not. They did not, they lost games, they lost teammates, they lost coaches, and a lot of the times there was something that maybe they could have did better. Businesses fail all the time. We idolize Steve Jobs, Jeff Bezos, and Elon Musk, and Mark Cuban, and all these guys. They have never succeeded at every single business venture that they've done, whether it was directly or indirectly being an investor. So that's what I would ask you to think about. How many of these opportunities are you passing on? And even when you don't pass on the opportunities, but you weren't successful as you thought you would be, how many of these opportunities have you looked back on and said, you know what, that wasn't a loss. That wasn't even a failure. That was a lesson that I could have learned something from. That was a lesson that I should have learned something from. How stubborn are you to say, nah, it wasn't my fault. It was somebody else's fault. My grandma used to always tell me when I was younger, if and woulda, coulda, shoulda, ain't shit. Right? And excuse my language, but that's the truth. You know, you got to act now. And at the same time, you know, if you could have did something, why didn't you do it? If you know better then do better. Right. But in, and at the end of the day, if you sell yourself, I won't, then that's you closing off your mind.
that you, I, you know, I'm never trying that again. That's the wrong response to have. Say, next time I try that, I'm going to do it a little bit differently because I learned something from it. So hopefully you all learned something from this episode today. Again, my whole goal is to make sure that everybody can be inspired to live a life by their design. Don't allow yourself to have regret at the end of the day, at the end of your road, where you look back and you say, man, I should have traveled. Man, I should have started that business venture. Man, I should have looked at putting my kid in that private school. Man, I should have left that relationship because you are built to live a life by your design. You are built as a king or a queen to experience all of the excitement that life has to offer you. But you gotta get out there, you gotta grab life by the horns. Because if you don't, nobody will do it for you. And I can promise you that. Five years from now, you'll look back on it and the same people will be in the same position. Why? It's because they never, they never chose to capitalize on the opportunities that were presented in front of them. We see it every time. Taxes, people complain about taxes. People complain about housing. Okay, well five years from now, what's gonna happen? Taxes, housing, cars, they're all gonna be on the same trajectory. Why do some people change their life in those five years versus other people do not? Have you ever thought to ask yourself that? It's because they decided to stop saying, hey, this is so-and-so's fault, this is the government's fault. And they're saying, nah, everybody is choosing to capitalize on this. If you see that people are starting businesses and that's how they're able to offset their taxes, why can't you do that? As long as you're within the legal confinements, you absolutely can do that. That's my tip of the day, guys. Remember, in the dream, we must trust. But that dream will only merely be a fantasy if we do not choose to take action and turn it into a reality. That's what I do. I focus on building relationships, adding value to other people, and I focus on every single day taking a little bit more action. Because if I can do that, if I can take a little bit more action, I'm better today than I was yesterday. And my son is gonna see that, so hopefully he takes more action, and then that means that he'll be better today than he was yesterday. The information's already out there. But if you don't have any implementation with it, you'll never have any transformation with it. Let that sizzle in your spirit, as my man Country Wayne would say, right? So that's my tip today. Again, I appreciate each and every one of you listening. Remember, if you have any questions, reach out to me on Facebook, on Instagram. Let me know that you've gotten anything out of this podcast because that's all I'm trying to do is share all the knowledge, all the wisdom that I'm learning on a day-to-day basis with you to allow you to level up in life for whatever it is that you want to do because it's all possible. You just got to take life by your horns. And please, 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 if you really are digging what I'm saying, do me a favor, especially if you have Apple, go to iTunes, give this a five-star review, or even give it a one-star review. Whatever it is that you want to do, give it some type of review and leave some feedback because that's going to allow me to know that I'm on the right path and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. It's my tip. Love you all. We'll talk soon. Till the next time in the dream we trust. That's all we got for this episode. Thank you for sticking around. That truly means a lot to me. And hopefully that means that we delivered massive value on this one. If you haven't already, the way that you could say thank you to myself and the team is just by heading over to iTunes and leaving a review and a rating. That's what iTunes loves to see. That's how we get out there even more. And I would definitely, definitely be grateful for it. I know the team would as well. Do me a favor and head on over to dreamnationpodcast.com. 
That's where you're going to be able to find all of the resources that we talked about in today's episode, as well as more exclusive content. And you'll also be able to sign up to our email list where we have more exclusive content. And we always love to hear the feedback from you all because you're our tribe. So remember, in the dream we trust, we'll see you on the flip side. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.